I want to add something on something we discussed last week. I'm, I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to make everything understandable, even for people who were not here before or much before. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to prove everything. I'll just say what's necessary to understand. I'm not going to give you all the background. I'll say I'll try to make it at least understandable. So we discussed last week Mishlei Perikov Dalid. Mishlei Perikov Dalid Sukim Yud Beis through Hofhei. Now it's referring to Yaakov. Yaakov specifically when he's meeting Esav. So we went through all those Pesukim, and I want to, I want to just add a few, a few Ha'aris, a few points on this Pesukim. So Mishlei Pek of Dalet Pesuk starts off, when you say, Lo Yodanuze, Heim Lo Yodanuze, you say, we don't know this, you should know that the one who sets people's minds and hearts understands the one who watches your nefesh knows and he'll give you what you deserve your according to your actions now we mentioned in the past that Yaakov said lo yodati in the beginning of Pashat Vayetze when Yaakov when Hashem said Ani Hashem Yaakov said Anochi lo yodati which was Yaakov's declaration that he's not ready to know Hashem to know Hashem means to understand Hashem's ways Hashem's ways as it says so to know Hashem is to know His ways. Yaakov doesn't know Hashem's ways. This is loyodati. If he doesn't know Hashem's ways, there's two things that result from that. Number one is that he can't know that he's safe from Esau. Even though Hashem told him, Esau won't. Um, Hashem said, I'm with you. I'll, I'll protect you. But... If you don't know how Hashem operates, then you can't be sure of anything. You also can't be sure, you also can't be sure that you won't be chayte, because you don't know what the proper drachim are, if you don't know Hashem's drachim. Kits and nimrods, but I just want to make it clear. Additionally, Yaakov, so therefore Yaakov is afraid of Esav. Additionally, Yaakov gives his money to Esav. And the Hikot of says that Yaakov took the miser, he said in the beginning of Ayyat Asr Asr and Allah, and he's supposed to build a base of the Kim. And it was that Maisha that he took and gave to Esau. Why? So we discussed that that money wasn't really to build a base of Mikdash with, because that money was ill begotten. It wasn't gotten the Mishpat. Ill gotten. thank you. Thank you. Ill gotten. It wasn't gotten the Mishpat. Yaakov got it from Lavon in a way that's an element of Ramos. And that's also because Yaakov said, Lo Yodah. So, the Pasuk of then is referring to that. And, and the point that, and we went through the Pasuk last week, but the point I want to add tonight is that the Pasuk says, Kisoy marhein lo You're going to say, Lo And what Yaakov said in the beginning of Ayetze is, Ochein yeish Hashem b'amokam hazeh, v'anoichi lo yodati, v'ayur v'ayur v'anoichi ha'amokam hazeh, so it's the Zeh, it's the Zeh, it's, it's the identity, the specific essence of that place where he was, that he was Lo Yoda. So that's Hein Lo Yoda Nu Zeh. 
Another thing we spoke about a few Pesukim Vaitar in Mishnah, that's Pesuk Yudches. I'm sorry, not Pesuk Yudches. Pesuk Chof Aleph. Pesuk says, Yiro as Hashem Bani Vomelech. Fear Hashem, my son and king. Don't get involved with the people that change that order or that think that the king is an equal power to Hashem. What the Pasuk means is, fear Hashem first and king second. Yes, you should fear the king, but you have to have your priorities right. You have to know that the king comes first, son, and then come, I'm sorry, Hashem comes first, son, and then king. Don't get involved with those people who confuse the order. So we said this is referring to Yaakov when he gives his miser to Esav. And he said, I have to be mechaper ponov. I have to be mechaper the face of Esav. And he said, I want Esav to be noise ponai. And I want rotten, kirois penei kim. We're in Vayishlach. So he said, seeing you, Esav, is like kirois penei kim, and therefore I want you to take my mincha. It's like a god, like a divine being. And we'll talk tonight, the meaning of Vayavek ish imay, of the ish, who turns out to be a divine being parallels this, this question. Is Esav a divine or is Esav a human? Yaakov says, I'm treating Esav like he's a divine being. I want to be mechaper ponov. I need nesias ponim. I need chayin. I need rotsin. And he said, take my mincha because seeing is like seeing Elohim. So, Yeruah Hashem b'niv melech, as we said last week. Yaakov feared Hashem and he feared the melech, Esav. The reason why Esav is the Melech, and this is what I wanted to add tonight, but I'll just chazer the Joshua. The reason why Esav is called the Melech is because in the end of Ayishlach it says Ve'ilah Melachem Hashem Mochul Edem Neflim Melach Melech Bnei Yisrael. And Chazal say it's eight kings over there because Yaakov called himself Avdecha eight times. So in Eved, if Yaakov is the Eved, that means Esav is the Melech naturally. That's what I said last week. But what the Sefer was that in the end of Vayishlach it talks about the Malchi Edai because Yaakov treated him like the Melech. But let's just review the Joshua. That's the beginning of Ayetzah, on his way out, when the sun sets. And now on his way back to Yisrael, it's again Vayira. He's afraid of Esav. Okay, so you're afraid of Hashem, also afraid of Esav. But, but he, he gets the priorities wrong, because he takes the mindset, supposed to go to Hashem, and he gives it, and he sends it to Esav. And he sends it to Esav. And he treats Esav like an Elikim, even to give him precedence, as it were, over Hashem. So that's the Pasuk. Hashem melech. You have to first fear Hashem and then the Melech. Okay, that was the next Esafa. And the other one is, in Pasuk Yudzayin, it says, we spoke about Pasuk Tezayin, it says the Tzaddik falls seven times. Well, let's start from Pasuk Tezvav. Russia, don't ambush the place of the Tzaddik. That's Esav waiting in wait for Yaakov. Kisheva Yipo Tzaddik Vakam. The Tzaddik will fall seven times. That's Yaakov bows to Esav seven times, but eventually he rises. And then Pasuk Yudzayin, this is the Hesafa. Seven. No, he said Avdecha. He called himself Avdecha eight times, but he bowed. Pasuk says, So Pasuk Yudzayin, when your enemy falls, don't be, don't be delight, don't be happy. Don't be happy when the, when the enemy falls. In Evadio, which is one parent, all about Esav, So in Advadia Parakid Base it says, Valtismach Livne Yehuda Biyam Avdam. Don't be happy when Yehuda falls. Val Tagdal Picha Biyam Tsara. Don't take the light in the Tsara. Okay? So then also that Esau shouldn't be happy when Yaakov's falling. Okay. 
So we said Yaakov treated Esav like a god and he, and he took what he should have brought to Hashem and gave it to Esav instead. We also talked about the end of Malachi. The whole Sefer Malachi, this three prakim, is all about Yaakov and Esav. Now, I want to point out a Pasuk in <coughs> Malachi Per Gimel, Pasuk Ches. There it says, Hayikva Adam Elohim. Can a person, got, can, a per, can a human rob Elohim? Is it possible for a human to rob Elohim? Ki atem koivim oisi, that you rob me. You say, had we rob you? Ha masiv ha truma. You didn't give the mice and the truma. So this Pasuk is referring to Yaakov. Like I said, I'm not going to go into the rise again. But the point that was in Chadish was like this. That the Pasuk is saying, can a man steal from a god? Hayikva Adam Elikim, I believe, doesn't mean would a man steal from Hashem, the God. It's Hayikva Adam Elikim. Can a human steal from a God? That you are stealing from Hashem, who's an Elikim, who's the Elikim. So the point is that you wouldn't steal from Esau. That means you wouldn't, Yaakov wouldn't withhold from Esau because he says seeing Esau is like seeing Elikim. But because of that, because he won't steal from, because a human can't, can't take something back from the Elikim, he has to give him his wealth. So therefore, he, he doesn't give the maaser to, to Hashem. So that's the hypocrisy, as it were. You're Hashem ben Melech in the order, in the order. The Melech can't be more than the Elikim. Okay. Another another hisafa, hisafa, another point. We spoke about in Malachi. Talks about the Melech. Not more than he just thinks that that's the Elikim, wasn't it? He thinks that Esav is a divine, right? Yes, yeah, so but he knows that Hashem is too. No, but he knows that Hashem is a divine. Is a divine, obviously. He didn't forget that, and yet he's taking the mice and he's giving it to Esav. So he's, so there's something that that Malachi could then say something doesn't make sense. If you won't steal from a divine, so how could you steal from Hashem? Right? If you're saying, okay, Esav is like a lakim, so I have to give him the money, but then you should give that the mice to give it to Hashem. Okay, in the beginning, Malachi talks about chalun opnei kel, perak alaf pasuk and we spoke about this pasuk last week. That Malachi says, Malachi. Again, playing on Yaakov and Esav. Yaakov says, Esav is like a god, so we have to get his rotsun, and see his ponim, and chain. And Malachi says, you have to get that from Hashem. And there it says, Chalula Pnei Kale. Chalula Pnei Kale. You have to be, look for the Pnei Kale. Yaakov says about Esav, seeing your ponim is Kores Pnei Lekim. And the whole parasha, the whole parasha is full of ponim. Soon he's going to see the Malach ponim upon him. And he says, Achar Pafonov, Amincha Alechaz Lafonai, Achar Pafonov, Ula Yisaponai. So he looks for the Pnei Esav. He treats the Pnei Esav like it's Pnei Kale. He treats the Pnei Esav like it's Pnei Kale. He says, he says, your Ponim is like the Pnei Elikim. Your Ponim is like a Pnei Elikim. But really, he's supposed to be Chalala Pnei Kale. He's supposed to look for Hashem's face. Look for the Chayin Ratzin and see his Ponim from Hashem. As we said last week. Safa is as follows. That. This, I won't explain, because it's, it can take too long. Let me just say the point. The Dover HaMelech, for those who, who know the past, it's true. Davra Melech says in the Davra Hashem Oiri, he says, So there's the, Yaakov looked for the wrong ponim, he's Mavakish to Pnei Esav, really he's supposed to be Mavakish, Bakshu Ponoi, the right ponim is to Mavakish, the right ponim to Mavakish is, is the Pnei Hashem, um, and that's what David's Leif told him to wash, to, to, to look, to be Mavakish. Fine. Now the Ramban says 
Back to Mishlei, Perik Design, Pesach Yedalu. We spoke about the Pesach last week. And again, I'm going to try to make it clear on its own. Perik Design, Pesach Yedalu. Ramban starts to this Pesach. Terapasha. On the Pesach of Ulai. Ki Oma Achapra Ponov. Yaakov wants to be Mechapra the Pnei Esav. Wants to be Mechapra the Pnei Esav because he's treating Esav like a god. Ramban says, just like when a person comes into a king, Ramban says a king, he has to first, I think, he has to first get a kapora to be roi to enter. So Yaakov said, I have to get a kapora to go to the Pnei Esav. I say because it's, he's treat, he says Esav is like an Elikim. So the Ramban starts to this Pasuk, Perek Tazayin and Mishle Pasuk Yudalad. If you look at Pasuk Yudgimel, it talks about Adoiva Yesharim, so it speaks Yesharim. Okay, Hamas Melech, with Yaakov becomes Yeshur. Hamas Melech Malachim Moves, Ve'ish Chochom Yichaparena. The anger of a Melech is like angels of death, and the wise man is then Mechaparet. So that's obviously Yofer Nidrash on Esav. Esav is the Melech, as we said. Yaakov Jesus is like the Melech. He's angry. So that's equivalent to Malachi Moves, who Yaakov is about to meet, an angel of death, trying to kill him. And he's the Ishchacham who's going to be Mechaparit. Ba'ur Pnei Melech Chaim. Now I would add, Ba'ur Pnei Melech Chaim. The Pnei Melech, if you get the light of the Pnei Melech, that's when you get Chaim. So there's Moves that comes from the Melech. And in order to get Chayim, you have to be, you have to get Or, Or Pnei Melech. So instead of Yor Hashem Ponov Elecho, instead of the Or Ponom of Hashem, Instead of the Arponim of Hashem, Yaakov looks for the Arponim of the Melech, because the anger of the Melech is Maves, and therefore he needs the Arponim Melech of Chaim. So he has to be Mechaper. Okay. Okay, we'll soon talk about the light that Yaakov did get. We'll get to that tonight. Okay, one more word on Mishle, and then we'll go to the Pesukim in, in, in Vayishlach. Back to Perich of Dalad. One more Hisafa that I wanted to... In the, in the Joshes of Perich of Dalad. Perich of Dalad, Pesukim says, Al-Tischa ba-Mireim al-Tekanei ba-Rishoyim. Don't compete with Mireim and don't be jealous of Rishoyim. Now this is how it works. The Gemara Bracha says that... And this is talking about Yaakov, as we discussed many times. A Tzadik Gomor is allowed to stand up to a Russia. Supposed to stand up to Russia and um, and not be afraid of the Russia. Tzadik Sheina Gomer has to be afraid of a Russia who's successful, which means that Tzadik Sheina Gomer is Balchuva, Sadiq and Gemurim, and this Balchuva. Balchuva is, is someone who says, right? Correct? Tzadik Gomer is someone, it, they, we know that Mokosh Balchuva and Misham Tzadik and Gemurim, so Tzadik and Gemurim and Balchuva. Yaakov is about tshuva because he said lo yodati. That means he wants he recognizes some flaw in his das Hashem. Therefore, he's never he can't be a tzaddik gomor. He's always tzaddik virale, as the Gemara bracha says, a tzaddik shina gomor tzaddik virale. He doesn't have perfection in his idea of dachi Hashem. Memela, <coughs> he has to be afraid of the Russia. While a tzaddik gomor can know the ways of Hashem completely, he never said lo yodati. He has das Hashem. Memela, he can stand up to the Russia. Okay, 
but just this pasuk, Atischa b'Mariam Altakani b'Rishoim, is like the pasuk in in Tehillim, Lamed Zayin, which the Gemara in Brachas says we learn out from that you can't Atischa b'Mariam Altakani b'Rishav. Come out the same pasuk. The Gemara in Brachas says it's a Tzadik Shein Okay, the Gemara in Soita that Memalaf says Altischa b'Mariam Altakani b'Rishoim on this pasuk. I think it's on this pasuk. So learn from this pasuk, Mutu lahachnef l'roshayim. You'll have to be machnef l'roshayim. V'haraya, v'haraya Yaakov said to Esav, Kiroiz p'nei l'kim. Okay, so you see that, that, um, B'dash in this pasuk in Yaakov and Esav. And then the Gemara says, Vaiter, the pasuk we spoke about last week, Perchov Dalet, Oymer l'roshat tzadikati, Kvu'u amim, Yuzomuhu l'umim, it's the same point, the Gemara says, it's called a machlef of Russia. I feel that Obrim Shebimei Imoi are going to curse him. So again, there's the, there's the, the reference to the Hanufa, to the Russia that Yaakov is doing, and possibly the Obrim Bimei Imoi, Lo'im, it means an Obr, because it says Lo'im B'Lo'im Yemots, by Yaakov and Esau. That's why, that was my point. That, that the Obr, that the Gemara is dashing this Pasuk about Obrim, which is Lo'im B'Lo'im Yemots. Okay, let's move on. Pasuk Hafahe, we're up to Perak Lamid. We discussed already. We're going to go talk about the Hemshech of the Pasuk. What does Vayeovek mean? So there are two, two ways to explain Vayeovek. Either it's a verb from Avak, from dust, as in they raise dust through struggling. Or, which Rashi prefers, it means it relates to Vayachavoyk or Vayechovik, if this is the word. As in to hug, to, to grip. Rabban explains Rashi, Rashi doesn't make this that clear, but Rabban explains Rashi that an Aleph and a Ches, sometimes a Ches is elided in Aramaic, the Ches is dropped. Shorten the word and drop the ches, so it turns into avok. So chavik, that he grabbed him, embraced him in any way of, of wrestling, turns into vayavik. Gemara and Chulan has both these pshatim. It says malam avok at kisya kovid or kadam shechavik l'reihu, and his hand reaches his yerech. The Gemara says, okay. So if it's vayichavik. If it's like Vayechavik, then it foreshadows Esau, because Esau in Pergolamid Gimel Pazik Dalim. Vayechadkehu. Esau does the same thing. So then, if there's a Chavak over here, which is endangers Yaakov, Esau does that too. Now, okay, why, why does it say Vayechavik? Why not Vayechavik? Vayechavik? Why do it that way? So I'd ask a different question. Yaakov calls the place Pniel because he saw all the Kimponim upon him. What about naming it something for the Heavkos, for the Mavok? The answer is it's Mavor Yabok. Well, it's Yabok, exactly. So you don't have to name it for the Mavok, because naturally, Mavor Yabok. So I would suggest that that's why it's Vayavik, and not Vayachavik, because of its, because it sounds more like Yabok than Yachavik does, right? The Aleph keeps it closer to Yabok. Okay. Ish. Vayavik ish. 
Ish, first of all, why? How, how did this happen? Where did this come from? So the answer is obvious. There's 400 ish, Abameis ish, Imoi, that are out to get him. And now that he's um, Levadoi, for whatever reason, which we discussed last week, it's the most natural thing that an ish should start wrestling with him. Okay, but that would suggest then that it's an ish, Mamish, I mean, whatever, a person rather. A person, a human being. But later Yaakov says, Pasachatesk, Sarisim Alekim. And Yaakov says, Isi Alekim, Ponim upon him. So apparently it was a divine being. And we have Ish Gavriel, in Pasachin um, Daniel, Ish Gavriel. Probably because. Who? Some Malachim are called Ishim. So he said, right, the Ramam says the lowest, uh, first level of Malachim. So apparently, it's probably because they look like humans, just like Chayas are called Chayas because they, because they look like Chayas, right? So that's why Ish is called an Ish Pashat. So the word Ish does mean, could mean a divine thing. But the fact is that the Pasuk is obscure. When you read the Pasuk, it's not obvious that it's, uh, that it's divine. In fact, the simple reading is, the simple reading of the Hemshit is that, is that it's an Ish of, of Asaph's, Abameyas Ish. Right? And then we find out that it's a divine. So that is like this. The truth is the, 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 there's a few Madrashim that I'm a vur, that they bring I mean, on this point in the Pasuk, that it wasn't obvious that it was a, a Malach. It wasn't obvious to, to Yaakov that it was a Malach. We'll call him a Malach from now on. In Haishah it says, Vayosu a Malach Vayuchal. So it wasn't, it's not obvious to Yaakov that it was a Malach. That's in the Gemara in Chulun. Because when, when he told him, Shacheni ki Allah HaShachar, so Yaakov says, are you a Ganev or a Kavyustis? You're afraid of the day? You can't be shot. So he says, Malachani. Malachani, and I have to say Shir. Oh, so Yaakov didn't know he was a Malach. And also, the Medrash says, Huna said that the Malach said, the whole night they were struggling, and then the Malach said, okay, I, gotta, I have to show him what I am. And he's put his finger on a, on a rack and um, a boulder, and, it's, and it burst into flames. Okay, we'll explain where he got that from. This, this metric where it's coming from. But the, but the point is that it wasn't obvi- it's not obvious that he's a Malach. He's an Ish. An Ish can mean a human being or it can mean a divine being. So we had to find out. Okay, but so what was Elamais? Okay, so fine, it wasn't obvious. So, but why, why is he either a human or a Malach? Well, I say Esav is the same thing. Esav is a human being who Yaakov says, you're like another Kim. Yeah? What? You're not taking Yaakov seriously. Nice like this. Who's really an Elikim? Who's really an Elikim? Who's really a divine being? Any suggestions? Any, who, which, which person in the story is really the God? Yaakov, right? Chazal say, Kama v'kama v'kama. Let's talk about like this. Let's talk about the end of the parasha. Last parasha of the parasha. If you're using the term for Malachim, then there are many in this parasha. Right. Yeah, that's true, I know. But I'm saying, but in this two, in the, in the two, you know, uh, Iker, competitors. Yeah, I mean, the people who are fighting here, right? So we have in the end of the parasha, Vayikra loy keila lekeisrael, which Chazal say means lekeisrael called Yaakov keil. On the Pasuk Vayivasa Yaakov levadoi, Chazal say, Enkra keil yeshuun, Means ink kokeil or mikokeil yeshurun, just like Hashem is levada, Yaakov is levada, and it says Yaakov is on the kisya kovik, and more midrashim than that. So Yaakov is the one who's like a divine being, and Yaakov has the malachim taking care of him, as we discussed many times. 
Okay? I want to point out, I want to point out one more thing. This is in Shreftim Perek Vav. This is important. Shreftim Perek Vav. Gidoin. Gidoin. Meets a malach. Gidoin didn't know it was a malach. Clearly. And then, in Pasachof, Aleph, Malach Hashem sticks out his, his um, cane stick and touches the tzur, and the fire comes up. So that's where the measure is coming from, you see. And then Gideon realizes it's a Malach, and he says, Oh, yeah, I saw a Malach upon him, upon him. And Hashem told him, Shalom Lecha, and by even Shom Gideon is Be'ach Hashem, by Yukal Hashem, Shalom. Did I put the tibcha right? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's two, there's two versions there. I have Vayikrole Hashem Sholem, which means Hashem called him Sholem, which is the name of Hashem. So Hashem called Gideon Sholem. Oh, so no, I didn't do the tibcha right. Okay, I have Vayikrole Hashem Sholem. You have Vayikrole Hashem Sholem. So there's two, there's two gears there. But either it means that Hashem called Gideon Sholem, which means he called him the shame of Hashem. Like Vayikrole Kehler Kehisol. Why? Because he saw a malach upon him, upon him and he was saved. It must be he's <coughs> like a malach. The natural, if um, someone can see a upon him, uh, if it's a chiddush, see a malach upon him, upon him. That's because humans can't see a malach upon him, upon him. Elamai, you did, and you were saved, so, so it means you are divine. Okay? So really, Yaakov is a divine thing then. Because he sees a malach upon him, upon him, and he did something. If Esau's army is made up of malachim, then... Well, so maybe it is, right, but, but yeah, I'm not sure if it is or not. But, but I would say like this. So now, Vayivku boy malach elakim. Then the Vayitz, Vayivku boy malach elakim. And then he's worried about Esau and the Abimeis Ish. So then he, then he faces an Ish who's, who's actually an Elakim himself. So, and we're saying why? Because he treats Esau like an Elakim. Now, leave the thing about Yaakov being the true Elakim for a moment. I just want to show you that there's a Mavur in a Pasuk in Eshea. That the Hagos Mavur, that the reason why Yaakov struggles with an Elakim is because he treats. Esau, like an Elikim. I think it's Mavu. This is Neshea, Perik, Yud, Beis, Posuk, Dalet. Yud, Beis, Dalet. Babeten, Okav, Es, Ochiv, Uva, Oinoi, Soras, Elikim. He was Oikiv, his brother in the Beten, and in his Oin, this is Yaakov, obviously. And in his vigor, strength, he contended with a, with a, with a divine being. So I say the Pasuk is putting the two together because, because since Yaakov treats his brother with whom he's, with whom he's struggled like an Elikim, that's why he ultimately faces an Elikim. Really, meaning it didn't, maybe it didn't have to be that way. If he wouldn't have said Esau is an Elikim, and he would have just faced a plain ish. When I see called Esav and Elikim, so then the Abimeas ish, Imai, are also really Abimeas and Elikim, 400 malach. Right? So meaning it all depends. If you Misiach is the Esav like an ish, then, then, like, then, there, then it would be an ish. But if Misiach is the Esav like, you know, like he was. Hmm? It's going to change the facts. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 let me explain more. Okay, let me explain more. No, 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 we'll explain this clock. So now let's go back to the last point. Really, who's the, who's the divine being? Yaakov. Okay. Nasach Zalakim Ani. Someone says, right, Yaakov is Tach the Kisei. Kisei is 86. Hakisei. So Tach Zalakim. 
Okay? So now, but Yaakov treats Esav like the Elikim. So that means, what does that mean simply? It means Yaakov believes that Esav usurped his status. Right? There's a very good reason for that. Because Yaakov is the Bani. Why is Yaakov the son of Hashem? Bani Bechav Yisrael, because he, <coughs> because he was Meshamesh Yitzchak when it mattered. When Yitzchak was Afnei Hashem, Afnei Moisai. And therefore he becomes the Ben of Hashem. That's what Malachi says. Ben, you're the son of Hashem, like Yaakov is the son of Yitzchak. So now he left, and Yitzchak didn't die. Yitzchak said, Afnei Moisai, I'm dying. Bring me food. One last time. How that bless you. Reminds me, Yitzchak survived. However that happened. So for all this time, Esau was then went back to his role of being Mishamashim. The whole, the whole supremacy of Yaakov or Esau was totally in who's Mishamash Yitzvak. Esau brings some food, so Esau is the Bukhar. Esau gets the brachas. At the time that it mattered, Yaakov brought him the food. So Yaakov then showed that he's the one who's Mishamash. He's really the one of Mishamash Yitzvak. But, but then Esau went back to his role. Esau didn't get there in time. Esau didn't get there, didn't get back in time. Yaakov did. But then Yaakov leaves for all this time. And Esav comes back to Mechav, he's Mechav's father. So, Yitzhak, so Yaakov thinks that Esav is... He's, he, Yaakov's afraid of Esav. He thinks he has the brachas. He's afraid to stand up to him. That means that Esav is the one who takes over that whole Milo. The Milo Lokas. Of being a divine being. Hmm? Okay. I'm not, I don't think this is the full story. I'll agree to that. Okay. Gemara and says it's Hanufa. So, I don't think this is the full story, but I think this is a, a, an adequate approach. Dainu, whatever Yaakov would be, Esav is. Okay? Maybe it's under the Rosh Hatzadikata, Saif Saif, and Yaakov maybe knew that on some level. Or not, I don't know. But that if, ya- if Esav is a divine being, then, his, uh, then his, uh, his people are divine beings. They are. So, yes, it changes the facts. I mean, okay. You mean, whatever. Does it bother you? Changing facts. The Rambam says it was Navua. I'm not. I'm not saying it really changes the facts. I'm saying the reason why there's the ambiguity, and then it becomes, turns out that he's a Malach is because that's Midikin Egin Mida that Asim didn't have to be a divine, or didn't have to be treated that way. He's okay. saying that it was always that way because of what he was going to do. Right. Because of, no, Yaakov already said I have to find favors in his eyes. What? Right. But this is a Malach. This is a Malach. But this could have been one of the four hundred men. Okay. It would have been one of his four men, but Alma. It's not necessarily changing the fact. Right, 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 right. right. So I'm saying what would have been, right. I'm not saying, I'm not saying actually historically, I'm saying what would have been and what was, because what. But to make the 400 into. into right, right, right. I would not mean to imply that. Okay. Unless it was in the book, right? Well, the grandma. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. I want to make one more point, even though. I don't, I'm not sure what to do with this. Rachel said, Naftula Yelif Kim Niftalti, Machoisi Gam Yacholti. I twisted, it's a very hard word, Naftula, some say she was Miss Akesh or Miss Abek, I think some say she struggled with her sister. Godly struggle, Gam Yacholti. So here, Esav, I mean, Yaakov is struggling with his brother. And Yochoil, we have Yaakilo Yochoil, Vimanoshim Batuchol, like Rachel with her sister. Okay, there's no point. Until, until Alois Hashachah. First of all, what, does the word, what do those words mean? Ibn Ezra says, Alois Hashachah means the darkness. Shachah means blackness. So the Shachah leaves. The blackness goes away. That's what Alois Hashachah means. Then he brings another Pshat. Some say Shachah means light. And Alois Hashachah means the light coming up. It's not interesting what the words mean. 
So why does he have to leave? He says, Why does he have why can't he be there in the morning? So the Pshat is because we see that once the sun comes up, Yaakov is in very good shape. So he's afraid of facing Yaakov when the sun comes out. And I'll explain. So for this we have to go through the Sukkim Malachi, which you mentioned in the past. What? Nenda Malachi talks about the sun and what the sun is going to do to the Rishon. And like the rest of Malachi, that's Nidrishon Yaakov Reisov. But we'll go through the Pesach. It's Per Gimel Pesach. Where should we start from? Let's start from... Well, let's start from Pesach Gimel, briefly. We'll say those Pesachim outside. People say it's no point in serving Hashem. <coughs> And instead, we, we pray, you're praising the Zaydim, and you say that the Oisei Risha are built up, and they tested Hashem and they were saved. But then eventually, there's going to be, Hashem is going to write in the Sefer Zikaran with the Yir Hashem, and they're going to be His on the day that's that, that, that a treasured day, and He's going to have pity on them like someone has pity on His son who Oivet Him. And you'll go back and see the difference between the Tzadik and the Rasha between Oivet Elohim and the one who's not Oivet Him. Okay. So the people who say that their Oisei Risha are built up. Now this is the beginning of Malachi. It talks about Esau, who's trying to build up. Malachi starts. And then Edom says, You want to build up? Hashem says, no, I'm going to destroy it. And you're going to be called the Gvul Risha. So the Oisei Risha... The Oisei Risha and Perek Tezvav are in Perek Gimel Pesach Tezvav is Edoim, who's building. And people think that they're going to succeed. And therefore they say, what's the point of serving Hashem? But Hashem says, no. You're going to see, you're going to go back and see the difference between the Tzaddik and the Rosh, I'm going to be, have pity on you like someone who has pity on his son who's Oivir Oisei. That's again the beginning of Malachi, it talks about Ben Yichabit Of. So therefore you have to have comfort from Hashem. The son who serves his father is Yaakov, who, who really served Yitzhak and Esav didn't. So Veshav Temurisim bin Tzadik Rasha, you're going to go back and see the, really the difference between Tzadik and Rasha, the difference between Akiv and Esau. Pasuk Yotesky, Hinei hayoyim baboya katana, the day is going to come burning like an oven. V'hoyu chol zeidim, chol oisei risha, so the oisei risha is Esau, like we established, the gvul risha. And they're going to be cash, like the Pasuk says, V'hoyu beis Yaakiv eis, 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 v'hoyu going to scorch them. Okay, another word on the Zaydim. The Zaydim, in capital Yotas and Tehillim, you say Rabbi Shabbos, it talks about that no one could hide from the heat of the sun. And Gami Zaydim, Chasrich Avdecho, and Ekev Rav, and Oz Eson. So Yaakov Ishtam has to, has to get away from the Zaydim, who are going to be consumed by the, by the, fire, by the sun that nobody could escape from except for Torah Hashem Tamimu, and that's Zichu Torah Moshe Avdi, if you Torah protects from that sun. Torah protects from that sun. Okay. The Yirei Shemi, Zorach Elohim Yirei Shemi, those who fear the name of Hashem. When Hashem said, Ani Hashem to Yaakov, he said, Lo Yodati, but it's Vayira Vayoyimah, Manoira Hamakam So he had fear of the Shem Hashem. And he's going to get Hashem Mesh Tzedakah, Umar Bibat Nafeha. And that's Yaakov is limping, and he needs Rafua, Vayozach Loi Hashemesh. The Shemesh is Mirape 
Yaakov. And what does it do to Esav? By implication, Veliyatoisam. Scorches Esav. And as we discussed, that's why Yaakov sees Esav in the beginning of Perak, next Perak, Mam Gimel, I think. Yaakov sees Esav, and Esav doesn't see Yaakov till later. Because Yaakov got a Shem Shedako Marpe, and Esav got the sun that's scorching him. That's Veliyatoisam. The Major says that point. I think Major says it. It means, it means this whole drasha. You can go out and, and, frol, and frisk, frisk, I think is that word, gamble like uh, calves. Okay? That means Yaakov is limping, but he's going to have a son that he's going to be able to frolic like a, like a calf. Yeah. You're going to trample the Rishoim. So again, Yaakov's legs. Are going to be healed, and he's going to trample Esav, who's like who's been turned into ash from the sun. Good, good. Yaakov's legs, Yaakov's feet. We spoke about that a lot. and Pentigo and Yaakov's derech. Yaakov has to be on the derech. He has to have the right kinds of travel. So that's Veshavta Marisa. You can see the difference between the Tzaddik and the Rosh. But Yaakov, again, like we were saying, Yaakov treated Esau as, as, the, as the tzaddik. And he says, and that's what the whole Malach is about. You don't see the difference between tzaddik and Rosh. Because Yaakov, Taka said Esau, is the only the Rosh of tzaddik after, like the Pesach and Mishle. So everything that it says about Yaakov, Yaakov was thinking, what's going to happen to Esau? Okay, so now, Shalcheni Kola Shachar, why does he have to leave? Because he's afraid of the sun. The sun is going to destroy him. The sun is going to destroy him. Additionally, and this I thought the Zayah says, and some others say it too, that um, in, in as much as the sun and the day is um, a remez to the Geula, to Yaakov's going to have a Geula, so Esav is only Shailat at night, meaning when Yaakov left. When Yaakov left, I just saw the sun set. He's coming back, the sun rises. So that means that when the sun is set, that's Golos. So that's the time that Esau could harm him. Once it comes to day, that means that's the time that Esau has, has, to, has to leave. That's Shachini Hasha. Okay. Let's look at the next Pasuk. I'll say one point on the next Pasuk. It's a lot, a lot, it takes a lot of time, the next Pasuk. We'll say, say one thing, one main point on it. He touched the kaf yerechai. How do you hurt something by touching it? How do you hurt something by touching it? Who hurts by touching it? The answer is a malach. Malach hurts something by touching it. Like it says, Yiga baharim v'yashonu. Hashem touches the mountains and they smoke. In Eve, Hashem said to the Satan, Ga b'chol ha-shaloi. Rather, Hashem said, the Satan said to Eve, rather, I think. Suggested to the sun, I'm sorry, the sunset Hashem. Suggested, you'll see that Eve is not going to be such a tzaddik anymore. As long as you touch, because it's Hashem touching. What? No. Yeah, yeah, it's a similar idea. But I'm saying specifically, 
And in the Amis Perek Test Pasukei, it says, "Hashem Elokim Tzvok Hatzvok is Hanugea Ba'aretz Vatomer." He touches the earth and it melts. So it's obviously figurative, but the point is, uh, it's a uh, Malach where Hashem touches something that, that makes a Roshim. And that's more so we saw in Shoftim. Shoftim it says in Perek Vav by Gidim it says the Malach stuck out his Mishelis and touched the Tzur and the Tzur burst into flames. Mm-hmm. So you see a Malach touching something makes makes tzar. So that's where now you know that's where the Drasha. Of Ravuna. Ravuna said that the Malach touched the Tzur and he made it go into fire. And, and that's how he showed that he's a Malach. This Vayiga. This Vayiga is when he gave away that he's a Malach. Because till now he could be an Ish. I mean, he could be a person, rather. Sorry. Till now he could be a person. Vayiga. And that does something? Oh, that's what Malachim do. As in the similar story by Gidon, which is a Yaakov Redux, as we discussed many times. Gidon has 70 sons and he has a Yosef figure, etc. And he, and he sees a component upon him. And, um, and he's called B'Shem Hashem. So there he found out that he's a Malach when he was in a Gea, in a Tzor, and it turned to fire. So that's why we could say Vayiga. This Vayiga is also, he's demonstrating he's a Malach who touches things and, and makes them burst into flames. That's the Vayiga. And also the Kafi Recha. Touching the Kafi Recha causes him Nezek, only because he's a Malach. Now the Medrash says, the Medrash says, what's, what did Yaakov respond when he saw the Tzor burst into flames? He said, this is going to impress me. I'm Aish myself. Eish. That the Eish, that the Esav is going to be the cash. Meaning because Yaakov is, is upon him, upon him, and he's, um, he's learns that he's, he learns over here that he's a divine being himself. And he could see Elikim upon him, upon him. Okay. One thing I want to add. Yeah, there's one last thing. Interesting match. It says, Vayiga, v'chaf Also, probably Dashni, what's this Vayiga? It says he was feeling to see whether Yaakov has knees. Malachim don't have knees. So he wanted to see his Yimalach. So he felt Vayiga. And he says, Ah, oh, he, he has knees. <laughs> so that's why I damaged him. So what that means is like this. That means we saw in the end of Malachi, it says, You're going to go out, you're going to be like animals running around. I mean, your legs are not going to hurt you. Legs are not going to hurt you. And that's what it says also in, in Yeshaya, Perakimem, Loma Toyme Yaakov, Sagi, Disur, Nistur, Darki, Hashem. Koyve Hashem, Echaliku Koyach. Bachurim kosholi kashelu bekoyve Hashem achalipu koyach yalu ever kanasham yerutzigol yigol yechvol yafu, which is Yaakov in this parish. I'll say that over here in the Medrash. The Yaakov really is a koyve Hashem achalipu koyach who's not going to be not going to be worn out from struggling with the Malach, and then he runs yerutzigol yigol yechvol yafu. That's what Yaakov should have been. And lomar soimer Yaakov to Dabi Yisrael Mister Adakim Hashem. Why do you say Hashem? You're not in front of Hashem. You think you're not a Malach. You really are a Malach. But Yaakov didn't realize that. He thinks Esav is the Malach. So that means Yaakov has these. I mean, had Yaakov realized that he's a Malach, so he would be able to run without getting tired and not trip. Bachurim trip. But you don't trip. I'm suggesting because if you don't have knees, that means you run without, I guess, the usual way, right? Clear. Think about the mechanics of that. But like upon that, Malachim don't have knees, meaning they don't need it. They don't exert energy to run, and there's no risk of them tripping. It's a different Malach. So Yaakov was supposed to be that had he been a Malach, but he already. He already Seeded something to Esav and said, Esav's the Malach. Oh, so Esav's the Malach. So then Yaakov is the Ish, who's Takahazni's, and, and then the Malach could harm him. So it means Yaakov could have been the Malach, comes like this. Yaakov could have been the divine being fighting a human being. Instead, he was the human fighting the divine being. So if I take a cut here, Yaakov, the Elf, Kaima is <laughs> Yaakov.